Welcome in, guys. Episode 52 of Chillin' for Lives podcast. One Woo! year on the dot. Yep, on the dot. I am here today. My name is Electricity Wave, and my co-host is Stadium Beats. Ooh, that's um, me. Dude, feels dude. good. Does it? Yeah. Yeah, because it does, actually. It really does. We started back last year, obviously, October, and it was one of those things where I had my little voice problem, and you had your back problem, which you still do. Had, I, have, yeah. Yeah, my voice thing is like 95% gone, but every now and then I, I like feel it or whatever, but... Um, we've been, we like literally waited like three months to start the podcast. We've always like, I think we, we did like a Detroit Pistons one, like a year before or something. Like we have been wanting to do it for a while, but then we finally decided on a video game podcast and, you know, we came up with the name relatively quick. I think we had the name before, uh, the first episode was recorded, which was nice. Yeah. We came up with the name super quickly, but it took us a while before we said like, okay, that's it. Like we just ended on it because it was one of the first names that popped up and mm-hmm. then we were like okay we like this but <laughs> let's just make sure like we don't think of anything else mm-hmm. but i'm glad we stuck with it because now it just like it feels so natural yeah it's just like it's just it's, it is what it is i don't like question it uh yeah and anyone that is like kind of new or newer here i know a lot of people start from episode one and try, try to catch up but our name chilling for our lives uh stemmed from when we were playing fortnite I think we're playing duos because we usually did duos and I was dead. Sean was alive and he was in a one by one and there was Mm -hmm. fucking chaos going around. And and it was in the little neighborhood right outside of retail row. Really? You remember where it was? Yeah, I can see it. I can see the whole scene in my mind's eye. Yeah. And there's RPGs going off. I mean, like explosions, (laughs) grenades, everything. And my man has like, you know, he doesn't have too much life. It's towards the end of the game. Like he just has, he has to kind of like wait it out. He's in the circle mm-hmm. and I'm like, damn, it's going like, it's crazy out there. And you're like, dude, I'm chilling for my life. And we fucking started <laughs> dying. It was so funny. And then that, that, that was all I could do. Like, I just, yeah. uh, I felt like my only move was to just sit there and chill. Mm-hmm. So like, <laughs> yeah. I felt like my, my life depended on my ability to not do anything. Yeah. It, it was great. It's so funny, and I think that was like, you know, a couple months went by, and then we had the podcast idea, and then we kind of thought back on that joke, and we're like, damn, that actually is kind of perfect, because it matches our personalities, like, we're both really laid back, Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't know, it just, it decided, we decided that was going to be the the name of the podcast, and it's stuck ever since, and it's really cool when people either come into my stream or we have guests on or we go into their stream after and like everyone's promoting it and just hearing them say chilling for our lives like it feels very natural yeah and it's cool to get someone like right away and on some kind of like stupid yeah. inside joke phrase that we say or do because yeah. like with most of our episode titles or just like you'll come into my stream and hear him say my eye in the first like minute or two so it's just mm-hmm. like it's cool to just set that tone like instantly with a phrase that you've probably never heard before yeah exactly uh I kind of miss our old... So, when we first started off the pod, we didn't really know much about YouTube. I mean, nothing's really changed. I still don't know too much about it, but we really just went with, you know, the layout style of other podcasts that I enjoy, like Tiger Belly, and we just went with the inside of the joke of the podcast was mm-hmm. the title. So, we have silly names like Mitch Please, Stepdaddy Slurp, My Eye, you know, Please Bro, all that type of stuff. And recently, we've been going with... um you know stuff that's 
has like an interesting title, something that people might want to click on. Uh, I think yeah. what once we have an established audience, I would like to go back to the inside joke and then have a our thousand like, percent. Yeah. And have like our breakout clips be the uh, clicked, you know, clickable titles. Right. But uh, yeah, man, it's it's been a year. Um, So this is kind of like a celebratory episode. We're kind of going to do like some reflection. We do have some topics ready. We have rapid fire, of course. Of course. Uh, we're going to, you know, just talk about what it's like to have a podcast, uh, what we'd like to see in the future, how we've grown, um, and just kind of go over everything the past year, you know, because uh, I think one of the first things I looked up when we were starting the podcast was to see how many podcasts fail within the first year. Like they don't make it to the one year episode and not to like shit on anybody, but like it's a hard accomplishment, you know? Yeah. It's, um, especially to be consistent with it. Like yeah. 50, like we're on our one year anniversary is our 52nd episode. So that's mm-hmm. pretty cool. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's a lot of, uh, it's a lot of quote unquote work and just being punctual, you know, like we both, we have to rely on each other to, you know, make a date to record the podcast. We have a guest. That's an extra person to have to deal with their, uh, their schedule, them mm-hmm. sending in, their files make sure that nothing fucks up you know like there's an extra checklist so it's definitely a lot of you know extra work that goes into it a lot of people think a podcast is a lot simpler than it actually is even us you know it's a little bit more work but we enjoy it we have fun with it and it's stuff we like to talk about so yeah uh, i wouldn't have it any any other way um if you would like if you have anything you want to add but i do have a rapid fire question we can start off with uh, when you're uh, yeah, I guess just uh, I should say in the beginning where, of course, we're a year in. So the guys, the people that know, you know where to find us, YouTube, Spotify, whatever. But if you see us on Twitter or if you're just seeing this clip or if somebody just recommended, please make sure to subscribe on the YouTube that you're watching this on, Electricity Wave. Uh, subscribe to us both on Twitter. Um, follow us on uh, Spotify or I- Apple Music or wherever you listen to your subscriptions or is your podcast because it's super simple usually just one click and that helps us out a ton so if you like this episode it will just pop right up so next time you don't have to find us through twitter it'll just be boom right there mm-hmm. and that's it so yeah let's uh, do it the last yeah one quick thing is the number maybe the number one important thing besides subbing is leaving a review for anyone that listens week in week out or if you're new if you could take the one minute or 30 seconds it takes to leave a review uh, on your audio platform, that would mean the world to us because it's super important for growth and uh, mm-hmm. it's really good for, you know, just learning and growing. Um, but starting off, I, I wrote two different rapid fire questions and they kind of have to do with this type of episode. Uh, the first one is uh, if you could tell episode one version of Stadium or Electricity Wave, you could do oh, yourself or both. One thing, what would you tell them? Oh, man. Yeah. About the podcast? Just like, would you tell them uh, where we are? Would you tell them, like, what piece of advice would you give them? Would maybe be a better way to phrase it. Um, I would say branch out more. Mm-hmm. And just, like, do... Because I feel like I, I bring... What I bring to the podcast is, like, just kind of who I am, you know? Like, mm-hmm. whether it's talking about, like, bringing knowledge to the video game world or things like that. So I think like reaching out, reaching out to more people because a vast majority of our guests were contacted through you. So I would say just like reach out more and just get comfortable doing that 
now because if I would have done that 52 weeks ago, then it would just be like second nature now and Mm -hmm. it would help outside the podcast instead of just like while we're doing it, like right now, making sure that it's uh, entertaining and valuable and worth listening to. Like everything uh, I do for the podcast outside of it is equally as important. So Mm -hmm. I would say do that. I think it's a good, that's a good one. I think you're starting to do it now. Like we both are starting to reach out to, you know, new people that we may not know, like on, you know, a first name basis or like, you know, people outside of our little box community. Right. So the, the hardest part is kind of, you know, getting in contact with a person because a lot of times on Twitter or wherever you, you know, meet somebody, uh, their messages are turned off or there's they're in requests or they get buried, you know, so many different factors. But, mm-hmm. you know, just reaching out is, is super important. And we didn't. I, w- I, w- I would love to see how many message requests I'm just buried in. <laughs> yeah. And just like all the messages right. I've sent that have that the on Twitter, like the white check mark that turns into the blue check mark when they've yeah. seen it. I mm-hmm. just want to know how many either just saw that it was me and said, well, I don't care. And then didn't look at it. Or if they just never even saw it because it's in the message request and they never check it. Or when they do, they have like 300 in there. Yeah. That'd be cool to see. Yeah. Yes. Um, let's see if I could tell episode one version, I would say. Don't stress it too much. You're going to figure it out on the way. Cause we're still kind of, I mean, we have a lot better idea of kind of the format of it, but I remember the first episode, there were so many different, I don't know. I just felt like there was a lot of nerves and just, it was just a, such a new thing mm-hmm. that, uh, we kind of were just like going with the, we're just kind of like, Oh shit, what do we do? But now it's, you know, we could write down a couple notes and just kind of go off from there and kind of know the pacing of it, I'd say. Yeah, definitely. And I would also, I guess I would say like your confidence in chemistry is going to grow naturally. So don't have to, don't worry about that. Like yeah, because that's kind of hard to force voice. anyway. Yeah, like your podcast voice will come eventually. So I bet you a year or two from now when we're doing year two and three episode, we're going to be like, holy shit. Like we thought we were kind of solid in episode 52. Look at us now, mm-hmm. you know, so yeah, I think it's just not stressing too much. Maybe uh, I still have to do this, but like just promoting the podcast in more unique ways. I think we mm-hmm. do promote it, but I think we need to find ways that grab people's attention like YouTube videos do in the beginning. Yeah, promotion is so important. And it's like it's one th- one of many things that I don't know. Like, I don't know a thing about really. Like, mm-hmm. I just have an idea of what could work or see what other people do and try to like um try to take ideas from there but mm-hmm. promotion is just so i don't know it's it's such like it's not a foreign concept to me but it's just something that i feel like i don't know a thing about yeah. i know like maybe one a, i know a tenth of one percent of what i should know and it's like it's hard but it's because there's no right answer like there's right. no way you can just go and say like how to promote your podcast or how to promote your song and then just say like do this 10-step program and then everyone's heard it right like, there's like if maybe if two other people took the exact same route as us, it might've totally worked for them and they have a hundred thousand subscribers now. Like you have no idea. Yeah. It's a lot of trial and error and just like a working muscle, just understanding you trying new things, maybe seeing what works, I guess. Yeah. That's what I'd say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, I mean, we can go into just like 
the beginning of the podcast we can talk about you know how it is talk about our guests yeah yeah because we've had some great guests i think like definitely yeah because from uh based on the pool of people that we know or people that we can get and people that we have gotten um i don't think i've come away from a podcast thinking like from a guest episode thinking like damn like that uh I, I regret asking them to be on or I don't want to post that or anything like mm-hmm. that. It's always right. been the chemistry clicked with everyone. Like when the discord, you know, like we call on discord and we talk for like a few minutes before we actually start. And that's always been great. Um, episodes are always like, they usually go smoothly because everyone that we've had on streams on Twitch. So they are mm-hmm. used to being in front of a camera and talking into a microphone and like trying to entertain people on their own. So yeah. having other people, um, to help guide the discussion always seems to work well. Um, I think we've been really lucky with the guests that we've gotten mm-hmm. just that it's gone well, but just like, they're so great. It's hard to even say lucky. It's just like, we just yeah. had great people on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, I can just mention like just people just, you know, kind of like a thank you for coming on the podcast just to go down our list. We don't have to talk specifically about each one cause they've all, you know, been great in their own unique ways. But, uh, you know, it's a nice gesture to come on a podcast because it is time consuming. It is, you know, a little bit of effort. You may not be in the best mood always, or you might have, you know, as a content creator, schedules are super busy all the time. Like there's always some shit to do. So yep. it's really nice of them to come out. So, you know, we started January. We waited three months to have our first guest, which I think was a good decision. Uh, it yeah, let us kind of, yeah, let us get our legs under the pod and kind of, you know, gain that podcast confidence to have a guest and learn how to prepare for him but we've had um, people like well, real quick before you say anyone specifically um it's also been really cool that not a single person has asked like well what are what am i getting out of this you know like no one asked yeah. like no not no one asked are you going to pay us are you are you going to mm-hmm. pay me are you going to shout out my twitch are you going to do That's this true. that and the other thing like nobody asked for anything we don't get like especially at the beginning like we don't get massive numbers or whatever so we know that they just did it because they're like good people and they did it like because they genuinely wanted to not because like right. oh, i'm gonna do this and then my next stream is gonna blow up or something right so i want to shout that out too yeah um i'll just go i'll just like read the list off but snowstop double agent smith i'm stallion a sicily seti andrew ellis danger doug larry fishbager Burger, uh, it's Sav, Duty Beard, Miss Walker, Nathan Robinson, I'm Maddie, Wizology, Back Machine, and Sorry. So, yeah, Legends. shout out to them. Yeah, legendary crew. If I was creating a Twitch fighting game, every single one of you would be in it. You'd all be S tier characters, and uh, yeah. yeah, you're all you're all beautiful humans. That'd be an amazing like fighting game. It'd be really funny. <laughs> I would love that. It would be. I would hate to see them get beat up, but it'd be cool yeah. still to like just play as them in a game. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's it's really cool because we. I think at the beginning of uh, this year in like January, we kind of like made a huge list of just like everyone we thought that would be a, a great guest, and we got like a big portion of all the people we could get. So, yeah. uh, it's. I think it counts up to like sixteen guests, which is crazy because that's it within 10 months um but yeah like you said i've enjoyed every episode and it's really cool it's nice when you get a, a guest that's ready to talk because it is a podcast like you don't want to have people that are just saying yes and no to everything you want them to add to the conversation mm-hmm. and uh i'm excited to 
kind of branch out as well with our new guests coming up in the next year with, you know, people outside of this space or, you know, other people that are successful within this space, but like game devs, um, you know, sound engineers or just like anything like that's other than uh, just getting out of our box, really. Yeah, there's three people in particular talking about getting buried in Twitch uh, message requests. There's three people in particular that I so bad want to have on this podcast and they won't respond to me. I won't call them out personally because I don't, you know, I don't look at it as a negative thing. Like, I'm not sure they're not doing it on purpose, but I want that that are outside of the normal realm. Like, I don't know if they've ever streamed on Twitch. They do something like specific that I want to talk to them about. Mm-hmm. And they just won't respond to me. And it makes me so sad. I'm just going to cry because <laughs> they don't want to come on my podcast. And <laughs> it would be, I think it'd be a lot of fun. It'd be different. It would give you guys something like fresh and new, like, uh, mm-hmm. but at the same time, we never want to do like an interview. I mean, I, w- I wouldn't say never, but we like having them just as another part. Like, even if we had like Barack Obama on the podcast, I don't want to sit here and interview him, you know, like I just want yeah. he's just like some dude. That'd be great to have a conversation with for an hour and a half. So, uh, I, yeah. I agree. I think that's what people want. People, people, most people already know, you know, anyone that's a fan of even all the streamers that we've had or like in their community, they pretty much know all the basic, how'd you get in this? What's your name about all the basic, mm-hmm. you know, questions. So it's yeah. nice to maybe get like an extra story that they've never told on stream. Like Sav talked about her horses or like, you know, maybe their idea on aliens. Like we talked about with, with sorry. So just to get yeah. like new perspectives and just, you know, shake up the, uh, the conversation. Yeah. And, uh, like I hate so much seeing like famous people that I like and yeah. they like, I just, they're going to be on, a big radio station or a big whatever. And then you just know, like they're going to get the same questions. Like I'll never forget when Eminem was on his recovery media tour, like when his album recovery was coming out, every mm-hmm. single interview he did ask the exact same questions, like going yep. from relapse to recovery. Why this song? Why that song? Why the accents on relapse? Why are you doing this? Why did you go this route? They're all the exact same questions. And after like three or four of these things, I'm like, he's got to hate these. Like the last interview mm-hmm. probably sucked, you know? Cause he's like, yeah. like I bet for every single question, his answer could have been, well, just check out this person on YouTube because you'll find yep. my exact answer on there. Or like when John Moxley went to AEW, he did like a whole media day and that whole week videos were coming out of like John Moxley interview. He talks about this, this, and this, and they're all the exact same. <laughs> so like, yeah. there is uh like merit in that and like we got we got to have those questions sometimes because you got to have right. like they're usually important they're asked for a reason right but like we just don't want to be that those people can exist and they're awesome but we want to be something different so like mm-hmm. we want to have eminem on and ask him i don't know like what kind of who i don't i don't know insert most random ass question of all time here yeah. and that's what that's what we want to be mm-hmm. um yeah i mean I agree with everything yeah. you said. So <laughs> yeah. I have anything to add to that. Okay. I, cool. One quick thing is it's really cool when a guest uh, gets off the discord call or they message uh, me or one of us or like the podcast, Twitter, or you, and they say like, I had such a great time in the pod. It was so much like fun. That's mm-hmm. the best compliment ever. Cause you know, and when people are like, oh, you guys were like really professional. It went smoothly. I was surprised you guys asked this question. I love that stuff because it shows that, you know, we're taking it seriously. Yeah. And it shows that like we, 
we're not just asking someone because they're big, you know, like otherwise our entire message history would just be like Ninja and Cardi Mm -hmm. B and whoever the hell else, Bill Gates. It's like, right. We don't, we don't just want to talk to like, okay, who's the biggest person on Twitch? Let's see if they'll do it. We want, we find people that we like and that we're already fans Mm -hmm. of and we just like them. So it's easier to come up with questions like that, uh, like that are fun and more discussion based because we already know that we like them as a person and we know more than just the surface level. So exactly. All right. We can, we can stop sucking our own interview dicks now. Yeah. I'll do it off stream. I think, I think, (laughs) I think they get it. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Uh, do you want to move to some topics? Do you have anything else you wanted to? uh, Yes. I have a, uh, I have what? Nothing. My phone went off. I thought it was off. Okay, um, we have, or my first rapid fire question actually ties into this, so I want to knock this out now. Uh, if you could have two, think about all the guests that we've had, if you could have two of them on the same episode, who would they be? Mm. Like, we have a, our first four-person podcast featuring just, like, you know, the guests that we've mm-hmm. already had, which two? I would like to see, well, the easiest one would be, like, a Sicily and Double Agent Smith. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah. Yeah, because that would be amazing chemistry. Uh, I also think, obviously, Maddie and Wizology would be great chemistry, or any of those two with Nate. Yeah, Nate Nate and Maddie was going to be my answer. Mm-hmm. Not just because, like, obviously not because they're my two favorite guests, but because, like, they legit know each other, and the chemistry would be there. Right. And it would just be, I think it'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I guess, yeah, that'd be my answer. Maybe, like, a Sicily and Doss, or a Sicily and Danger Doug. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, just like a good, uh, good band. I think if we had um, Justin and or Cicely and uh, Double Agent Smith, it who knows where that conversation's going? Like with yeah. all of us, that could turn into a four-hour podcast, probably. Yeah, it really would because we talk to Justin almost every day as it is, and then our podcast yeah. with Doss, I think, is the longest episode we've had. I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah. So it could just go on forever, but I think it'd be a good forever, you know, like if right. for some, like, let's say three years down the line and the, all of our podcasts are between like an hour, an hour and a half. And for some reason we just bust out a four hour episode. I think that'd be <laughs> dope. Pe- people love that shit. Like this, uh, this one podcast that I like a lot and listen to, uh, when they put out a podcast that's an hour and 45 minutes, people are like, come on fam. That's all you got for us this week. Damn. So yeah, I want to get to that level where people are as mad long because as we, we didn't have the two and a half hour mark. <laughs> as, yeah, as long as we hire someone to upload that shit, because I'm not. Yeah, yeah. we'd I, we'd have to do that natively, and yeah, yeah, that'd be a whole, whole so many new obstacles get brought into the equation because mm-hmm. of a two and a half hour podcast and having two guests. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, would you ever record? A, do you think we'll ever record a podcast in the same like room? Yes. I don't know like, if we'll. I don't know if it'll become the new norm, but we will for sure. Mm-hmm. But do you think it will do it before? Like, do you think we'll do it in the next year? Is my no. quite like soon? No, no, maybe okay. in the next. We year. almost just did because, it in the first year. Yeah, I was gonna say because we live so close, like it's possible that it could just randomly happen someday. But uh, like maybe we record the God of War two pod together. Ooh, but, yeah. But just like my goal literally is someday to have a sound studio, like a studio in my yeah. house. So for us to not record there would be stupid. Yeah. Like it's because it's going to be sound perfect. It's going to have like everything like the the setup that I have now, while it's good, it's so like beginner audio engineer type stuff. So mm-hmm. to have a whole ass setup based around it would be like we'd be dumb not to utilize it. So. Would you ever want to have a producer? 
No. That runs everything? Uh, no? Yes, but I wouldn't allow them to do the audio stuff because that's me. Mm-hmm. But they but can I'm produce saying, it in terms of like just running everything, yeah. Yeah, like running everything, setting up cameras, taking stuff down. Yes, a thousand percent. Because That'd like be nice. I'd assume someday we'll upgrade to like multi-camera angles. Yeah. And have like a big ass mixer where we're all like we're all plugged into one big thing and yeah. just do all of that stuff. So yeah, I think having a th- a third or fourth person in the room to handle all that stuff would be necessary. I would love to have like a like if we get a like new like simpleized logo like very simplistic logo. I'd love to have like a big ass light in our uh, podcast room. That'd be dope. It could be yeah. ma- maybe like a big ass C with that's like frozen yeah. or something. Yes, that'd we be should, cool. dude. We need to do that already. <laughs> yeah, it'd be easy. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking sick. Yeah. Um. All right. Okay. Yeah, that was my first rapid fire question, but we can get to the other one later. <clears throat> Would you like to start into some gaming topics and stuff? Uh, yeah. What do you want to? What do you want to hit? Because I feel like there's there's a random. lot to talk about. But yeah, it's so random and nothing like huge news wise came out. Uh, I do actually. I know where we can start. So we all warned you guys that this new Smash Bros. character that's coming out is mm-hmm. not going to be who you want it to be, right? So everyone mm-hmm. says Sora. Everyone says Dante. Everyone says Doom Guy, Master Chief, uh, Doom whoever guy. the hell. Yeah, uh, Jeff Bezos, whoever they want in Smash Bros, right? <laughs> and then here comes Big Dick Nintendo, and they're like, how about we give you guys the main character of the biggest game of an entire generation? Big old Steve from Minecraft. And boy, if I told you that I didn't see more whiners and crybabies at one centralized place in my entire life, bruh. Nintendo Twitter, Saucepool. That's for sure. Mm. That's a callback to episode 20-something, probably. But, mm-hmm. man, the, the am I alone in this? Did I? Did you see the hatred that no. Steve from Minecraft received for being in Super Smash Bros? Not really. I think the post that I saw was all support. It might have been the Minecraft Twitter, though. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Because, like, obviously, I'm over-exaggerating. Like, people love Minecraft and uh, people love Smash. Um, but, like, Steve isn't exactly your typical ideal character. But, uh yeah. The trailer I thought was so cool. We got a new little meme out of it with the light shining through with Mario in the dark room. I've already seen like a ton of different memes based around that. Um, And his levels look awesome. I'm sure the pro Smash Bros players are probably like having an aneurysm seeing all that shit happening in the level. But Mm -hmm. from like a gameplay, fun, casual Smash perspective, the level design is genius. I think Steve is a great character with how creative they got with them. It made me think... uh, like what what they could do with a Fortnite character if they did that someday. Oh, yeah. Um, or like, yeah, like Smash Bros. has never just been like a fighting game for fighting game characters. Like, so they could right. have Steve, they could have a Rocket League car if they wanted to, you know? Like, huh. I think it's, uh, I think it's really cool. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to give ourselves a yet another pat on the back for, real, dude. for letting We're everyone have know zero listeners after yep, this episode letting everyone know that and i'm gonna say the same thing with the next one dude sora ain't being in this game quote me you might be in the <laughs> next one you're gonna get quoted with bad grammar that's hilarious yeah you're like the number one person to <laughs> sora not ain't being in this ain't. game yeah game. that's the thing you get yeah. known for yeah sure 
Dude, I, I live, I can't wait till the day when I go on Twitter and my mentions are blowing up and it's me saying some dumbass shit. I can't wait for Hell that. yeah. It's like, <laughs> like, I don't know. Like if I said, quote me, the next Xbox isn't going to be $300 or something. Everyone's like, mm-hmm. look at this dumbass. <laughs> but yeah, so that's, that's my, uh, that's my hot take of the week. Sora's never going to be in Smash Bros. Ultimate. Yeah, I feel like uh, it's so like, it makes me almost... I would never do this, but it makes me want to be a game dev just to make a game that listens to a community for once. Like, yeah, I understand that a lot of communities are hypocrites and they'll be like, we want this. You give it to them. They hate it. But as far as a character and smash, it's pretty like if they want it and like say like they've been wanting it for this long, you kind of can't go wrong. Yeah, it's tough because Sora in particular is huge and because he's associated with disney in like even some weird roundabout way i don't know who it's not like nintendo doesn't have connections but i don't know if like they only have to talk to square enix about that or if they have to get in touch with disney too it could be like a rights nightmare especially if they wanted to have some kind of like disney related things in his move set Mm -hmm. um like the keyblade has a mickey keychain on it is the mickey symbol is that trademarked by disney they have to get that out of the game like there could be so many issues with that um, and it's not like we're, it's, you know, they got Minecraft. It's not like they gave us some bullshit that no one's ever heard of. Right. Um, so, uh, Minecraft is cool. And sometimes, I don't know, like they, I'm sure they listen to people, but I don't know. And these things take so long to make, like make a whole character, make mm-hmm. sure they're balanced and everything. So Sora might come in the game. Like maybe they didn't, for some reason, didn't really truly realize how much people wanted him in the game until, like Smash Ultimate came out maybe. So maybe they already had like this whole plan of what the DLC was going to be. So then they just got him recently. So now it's taking a long time and he's going to be like the last DLC character. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the process is so like, uh, it's such a shadow within the gaming. Like uh, anyone who plays a game, like 99% of people don't know what goes into like balancing a fighting game or like making a character and just developing it. All mm-hmm. of the lights, the, the rights and legal, like, part of it are, are, like, probably the biggest headache. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. It's got to be, like, getting all the rights, making sure that they're done right. Because yep. you don't want to, like, okay, we got Sora, but, oh, wait, he plays, like, some wacky character and nobody likes him in the game now because he doesn't, he's not fun to play. You know, mm-hmm. it could be, there's so many things, especially for Smash Bros, which has, like, uh, insanely huge massive audience or uh, insanely huge casual audience but then also a super vocal hardcore audience and they I right. feel like those two things want like the opposite things in the game so uh, it's got to be just so hard dealing with that but I feel like they've been doing okay except for all the Fire Emblem characters yeah take all those Fire Emblem characters put stuff that matters and you have like one of the Dude, most Fire Emblem games. is so good though it's so good it's probably good but like I just don't, I don't know. I've never played it, so I don't really have a say, but I, every time I see it in Smash, I'm like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. And, and it's, that's what it, they say when they see me anywhere. They're like, who the fuck is Electricity Wave? But yeah. And it's just too much touche. at this point. We got like, we, we were good with like Marth and Roy and maybe Ike. And then like, that's three were golden, mm-hmm. but then they gave us like 20 more. So yeah, those three would be fine. Yeah. Or just make one and then hit the different skins or the characters. And then you can cover like eight of them. Yeah. It, they're just using up so much uh just space. So much resources. Yeah. Yeah. But everyone thought Banjo Banjo Kazooie was a huge pipe dream too when that happened. 
Mm -hmm. Nintendo and Microsoft are very clearly tight, especially when it comes to Smash Bros. So now that it's happened, Steve seems like a no-brainer. But beforehand, I would have never guessed him. Yeah, it was one of those things where it was like, wait, what? And then it's like, oh, that makes sense. Like, Mm -hmm. you probably should have been in the game from the beginning. Like, Minecraft is monumental. Yeah, and then especially, like, uh, Microsoft tweeted about it since uh, Microsoft owns Minecraft now. Like, or, you know, they have for a while. So it it just makes sense. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if I'll I I won't ever play a Steve in Minecraft, but they did a lot of cool stuff with his with his skins, like the Creeper skin and mm-hmm. Slenderman. I think I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but I saw something like I'll that. Never, I'll never use him either, but it's yeah. fine. It, yeah, it's cool. Until Smash Bros has good netcode, I'm never playing that game again. So yeah, that's that should be number one priority of a fighting game. Yeah, it should be, but up until about three years ago it was not and that's sad mm. have you like playing someone in your same neighborhood online and smash is a terrible experience let alone somebody from across the country or a different state it's like mm-hmm. i hate when people say things are unplayable but i try to play justin and smash bros and that shit's unplayable and so, you're in the same like country yeah and they put rollback in super smash bros melee if you have an emulator and you can play melee you can play rollback on that shit and it feels like you're playing local and then if you go and play the official 2020 Smash Bros. Ultimate on your Nintendo Switch, they got some bum-ass delay base in that code, and it's like a nightmare. So I know it's possible. They clearly did it, and it works perfectly fine. So get on it. Yeah. Says the person who's never written a line of code in his life. See, that's the type of people that should be speaking on it, though. Exactly. I clearly know yeah. everything I'm talking about. So I'm going to yeah. tell these people that went to college and that have made multi-million dollar games, and I'm going to tell them mm-hmm. how to run it. That's what like, this podcast is about. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, so that's cool. But probably won't ever play it. <laughs> <laughs> a game that we will play is Phasmophobia. Yet another game. Yes. Put it in the ranks. Not this high because it's like the highest ceiling ever. But you got your Fall Guys. You got your Among Us. And now you got your Phasmophobias taking over Twitch, taking over Twitter. Spooky ghosties running everywhere. And um, we gave it a, we gave it a little shot this week, and uh, we've been having a good time. Yeah, I, any like I think we've been we've talked about this off stream and off uh, video for quite a while, but we need more games where the cubes, me, you, and Justin can just play, fuck around. Yeah, I think what makes Phasmophobia interesting, obviously a horror game. There's always gonna be content in that, but like the mechanics are also really funny too. Yeah. So. And they're not, I hate when a game has mechanics though that make the game almost too hard to play. Where you barely have control of your character. Sometimes oh, yeah. it works, but it's like, I'll play this for like an hour and then I'm sick of it. But especially horror games. Yeah, exactly. But with Phasmophobia, you know, you're, it's like ghost hunting, Ghostbusters type thing. Mm-hmm. You're trying to figure out what type of ghost it is. You have different tools, clues, and uh, different locations. So uh, if they keep adding stuff to the game, uh, I, I could see it, you know, living a longer life than the normal Twitch game. Yeah. And I with the topic of like adding to it. Yeah, it's cheap. And uh, like the topic of adding to it, like the way the game is set up, they could easily add more items in the game. They could easily add more houses. They could add more ghost yep. types. Like yeah. how, the, how the game is set. It's very clearly made to be expanded upon, which is always cool to stay relevant. Yep. Um. But I like it just because it's just what I like video games for in the first place and why I've played them for 28 almost years is that it's just like, it's just fun. 
you know mm-hmm. we're not it's the same reason why i liked among us so much it's just we're not sitting here like sweating our ass off trying to get diamond this season you know like yeah. pits are totally dry playing this game i haven't i haven't i didn't i don't think i've wiped my forehead one time playing phasmophobia mm-hmm. uh it's just pure lighthearted, scary fun and it's a well-made game you know it's not like it some is. it's not some big ass triple a title but it's just great fun and i think one person made it so huge shout out to that guy um, yeah like it's the inner the way it's interactive makes it very unique too yeah you can actually talk to the ghost the ghost can write in you know a book uh you can use a ouija board just like i don't know it's, i really like I think if they keep expanding and advancing it, because there's some stuff that could be fixed, maybe bugs are just like, you know, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's always a, stuff. The biggest bug f- so far that I've seen is that pictures show different things for different people. Like I'll take a picture of a ghost and it's on my screen and my picture, but it's not on yours. Or like I'll t- I took a picture of you and Justin getting it on in the corner and on my screen, I saw it. I was able to view the pleasure that was you and Justin getting it on in the corner. And then I tried to show you guys, upload it to my OnlyFans, and it's just Justin chilling mm-hmm. by himself in the corner. So yeah. they got to fix that. Part of me thinks that it has to do with your sanity, though. You think like so? If yeah, if your sanity is really low, you won't see the ghost, or you will see the ghost, and the person that's normal won't. But what about like the one of you and Justin? There's no ghost. We're just chilling in the truck. I don't know. I mean, it could also be it could be a mix of both, or it could just be a bug. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. If if that's if it's by design, then my bad. But they right. should it should tell us that. It should say it like should. your it should say like your sanity. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's super fun though. Like it, I think it's a good, especially because of now like it's October, so it's a game we can you know go back to and. Uh, if we're tired of like sweating an apex or you know we want to find something to just fuck around it's that perfect like stream content game where you know you're gonna get a clip or two every time you play it i, I really like it yeah me too it's fun and the chat mm-hmm. seems to like it too like you know like we, yeah. we were talking about with uh becky i think it was twitch yeah. uh twitch viewers are a bunch of heathens that love seeing mm-hmm. their uh streamer get tortured yep. from scares jump scares they love yep. uh like I've seen people with the scare alerts. People love to, I've never seen more donos in my life than when a streamer adds a scare alert to their stream. Mm-hmm. So people love that it's shit. Fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fucked so, up. Yep. So uh, it, it's great fun. People seem to like mm-hmm. it. And uh, like I said, it's a well-made game. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of sweating in games, uh, just a minor little news thing that's been long time coming. Uh, Apex came up with crossplay. So... Uh, the event, the aftermarket event was yesterday. It was servers, a lot of server problems. Uh, a lot but, of server problems. It was rough, man. Rough pumpkins. Yeah, we still got games in, which was, I mean, better than nothing. Yeah. And it was kind of expected. Uh, I guess it's kind of a known thing that when a new, you know, big update comes or an event that there's going to be some bugs or something. It sucks that it's like that, but... Uh, I had a lot of fun. I think the skins are badass. Obviously, crossplay's out. So then now on stream, I can play with so many different people because I had this huge like uh, ultimatum where I was like, I need to play a game where I can play with new people. But like the only game that's like that is Call of Duty, and you need three NAS computers in an entire planet to power it. So uh, it's nice to have a game I enjoy. And uh, Apex has been fun. I, I really like want to keep playing this game. So it's cool that crossplays out. So that's a little snippet of news. Yeah, um, we've said it many times, but Apex is 
firmly grasped my need to play mm. it. It's grabbed me and it won't let me go and I don't want it to let me go ever. So it's nice to have that game in my rotation. I'm still thinking about it, especially when big events come out or you getting back into mm. it. Um, I, I like playing, playing ranked. Like yes. I do have a, like I do, even though I talk about games like Phasmophobia or whatever, like single player games uh, that are just fun, but I do still have that competitive edge and I do have fun playing mm. sweat based games like apex and yep. stuff like that. Like I love that shit still for, for sure. Um, so it's great to load that in and hopefully stomp some kids and not get stomped ourselves. And yeah. um, I'm, I've never been huge on like the cosmetic thing, but of course it helps. Like, it, of course it helps. And yeah. uh, I've dropped some cash on this beautiful Wraith skin. I think it's her mm. best skin. It has to be. Um, and I'm th- yeah. thinking about playing it now. Of course. I was too. I yeah. was like, dude, you know, we've been talking about late. We just want to play apex and record the pot while we play. Like that's how addicted yeah. it's addictive right now. And mm-hmm. the skins, I mean, I've bitched and moaned and complained, uh, in my sex life, but also on the podcast about how apex needs to just, you know, fix their cosmetic game. It's, it's fucking weak. And they kind of brought it for this event. Like you said, Wraith had her best skin. Octane had his best, best skin, I think. And um, I think I really like how they did the bundles this time. You have more options to just get what you want because mm-hmm. it's kind of fucked up to do a like a loot lottery fucking random system of yeah. spending real money to maybe it's, it's get what li- you want. It's literally illegal in Belgium to do that. Yeah. So uh, new uh, update: We're moving to Belgium. Um, there is a workaround. There is a workaround in Apex where uh, if you set your EA account to Belgium. Then you trade in instead of getting loot boxes, you get crafting medals instead. Um, so you would be able to just buy whatever you want because there's no you can't gamble in Belgium in video games that are marketed towards children and people with gambling addiction issues. So yeah, so shout out to Belgium. This, how does the heirloom work then? I don't know. I actually never thought of that. I have no idea how that works. They're non-existent because it's stupid. Yeah, EA probably doesn't care either. That's probably their. That's probably the one last thing that EA can grab onto. They're like, ha, fuck those guys over there in Belgium. You're <laughs> not getting heirlooms, so ha, they yeah. still get the last laugh. Yeah. Damn. But yeah, Apex <laughs> is going to continue to consume our lives. So that's a life update, I guess. You ever, you ever just lean into a lean into a, a girl's ear and just be like, you know. They they added this uh, random favorites, but my main just doesn't have enough favorite skins of mine. So Apex just still isn't doing it for me. You ever do that? But you are. I I say uh, I still don't have an heirloom, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> and then I go yeah. home. Yeah, yeah. And she feels bad. She's just sitting there in the dark. Like, Damn, <laughs> he doesn't even have an heirloom yet. Right after I finish, I have post nut clarity, and I say I still don't have an heirloom. <laughs> <laughs> So here I, I got to go back to put another 600 hours into this game so uh, I can get a rat uh, hatchet. For real. Yeah. Uh, dude, if you you spent people that spent $500 or whatever to get an heirloom, you should get the actual like item in yeah, the IRL too. You, they should send you the item, yeah. So you can like and a stand so you can a display case so yeah. you on your wall. 500 bucks, get out of here. So uh, I mean, I did order an Apex hat and an Apex Predator shirt on Megalol because I'll never get Predator, but I think it's gonna be funny to wear. Is it, is it gonna be funny? Yeah, because I'm gonna be. I'm gonna have my title is never getting 
or like never getting what's on my shirt or something. Yeah. When I wear pay, it. pay to win or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, I could, so. I can, I couldn't get to predator. So I just bought my way in or something like that. Yeah. Like I'm going to buy the heirlooms off like Etsy just because I'll never get one in game. Wait, if you get predator, do they send you a shirt? No. Oh, okay. That'd be, they should. Yeah. I mean, because There's it's a lot like, of it's the top 500. So 500 yeah. shirts. Yeah. That ain't nothing. <laughs> That's nothing. I mean, but they can't even buy enough servers to run their game properly and update. Apex day, so. sponsor our pod. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got to feel bad for a publisher as small as EA. They got like four or five people yeah. working over there. I think they don't know how servers work. They've never True. like they've Apex is the first game that Respawn has ever made. Uh, only a couple people bought it um, or downloaded it because it's free. So they don't have any money because the game that they put out is free. So I can see mm. why that the five people playing it wouldn't be able to fit on the servers that they've had because, you know, EA, they've like, this is their first year as a major publisher. They don't know what they're doing. It's fine. We'll give them some time. I'm going to apply for, I'm going to apply, I'm going to apply to be an Apex legend. Like, you mean work here? No, I want to, I just want to be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I've, I, I feel so high and mighty this episode. Like I can talk down on these people that are infinitely smarter than me. But it's frustrating. You're in the pod. Hey! It's, a, <laughs> it's frustrating to play a triple A game is. and to have it not work. If this was the first time that a video game had server issues, sure, I get it. But every game that's not Destiny has huge server issues whenever something big happens, except in mm-hmm. Fortnite is good like some of the time. But yeah. like, I don't get how they don't get this. I, I they obviously they get it and they know, and maybe they always underestimate themselves. Or maybe mm-hmm. they always just try to think about their bottom line and they're like, okay, we we can fit 800,000 capacity, but if we hit 810,000, then we're fucked. Like, just because mm-hmm. we don't want to spend the extra whatever on better servers or something or more servers. So I, I obviously have no idea how it works, but it's, as a consumer, it is frustrating as hell. Because, like, some people, they probably, like, plan their whole day around this, especially streamers. They're like, we're going to stream today, we're going to grind and ranked and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And then just, pfft, yep. nothing. forever yeah and but it's it's fine you know at the end of the day you still go to bed and then you wake up and it's the next day and everything's fine you know sometimes (laughs) (laughs) but 10 percent of the time maybe yeah in a good year uh another quick thing uh this isn't really a topic but there's a game that people have been simping over they've been you know addicted it's getting some hype called genshin impact mm. uh people have compared it to similar to uh like a uh, breath of the wild type game mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i've been seeing people starting to stream it i've been seeing it on my left hand column friends list i've been seeing genshin impact a little bit more phasmophobia genshin impact is starting to you know override uh twitch so uh your boy's getting interested i'm i might update you guys with my experience with it and uh you know do a little youtube thing and, and check it out but it's, it's crazy how like these games just kind of come out of nowhere and then they get hot yeah so is is it a single player game because i know it's like yes. compared to breath of the wild so you can't like invite you can't like co-op it or anything like that it's strictly single player uh i think you do have a, like a you can have like a certain squad i don't know the name of it but you can uh friend people and have like a, a squad oh, okay that's cool but it's a free-to-play action role-playing game developed and published by uh, Mihoyo, I think it's pronounced M I H O Y O. Okay. They're known for Honkai Impact Third, popular action game. Mm. It's a fantasy-based open world and gotcha game mechanics. 
Mm, I love gotcha game mechanics. They're my favorite. Yeah. Refer to episode two of Chilling for Our Lives podcast. Damn, your callbacks are insane. Do you just have like the Chilling for Our Lives playlist while we're recording? No, it's just because <laughs> we looked at it before this episode started. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. I'm sure it's been brought up in every episode since then, too. But mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I saw Genshin. I saw the PlayStation Twitter tweet. Genshin Impact is available today. And it's like an anime game. And, you know, anime games come out all the time. And uh, some do really well and some don't. So I just and I saw that it was free to play. So I just thought it was like just another game, you know, like, cool. It's yeah. Like Genshin Impact, whatever. And then I see other like a few other people playing it and i'm like okay like it's a new free game out today or out yesterday or whatever and people are giving it a try that's cool and then i see more people playing it, and then huge people playing it, like dr lupo or pokimane and then i see a story on ign that says genshin impact has possibly made 500 million dollars already or was it 50 million i think it was 500 uh, million dollars already and i'm like holy shit what is this game and then yeah. you told me yesterday that people are saying it's better than Breath of the Wild and all those people need to be banned forever. As someone who's never played Genshin Impact, there is 0% chance that that game is better than <laughs> Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, but like they can compare it to it. That's fine if it plays similarly. But like I got to check out this game now because yeah. there's got to be some merit to it, right? It's everywhere. Like It can't be bad. I got to try this game. And it's free. I don't, yeah, I don't think... I don't know. I don't think anyone said it was uh better but they did like say certain parts like hold your hand more and it's more direct so maybe mm-hmm. like in that aspect but yeah yeah um so yeah, i'll check it out i'm excited i'm excited to check it out too it just came out uh the 28th of last month so it's a you know a week and a half old so yeah i'm gonna check it out tonight i think yeah uh i gotta see how big it is to download i might download it tonight and then play it tomorrow 13. how much 13 gigs oh that's not like bad. 13 yeah, I have it downloaded, so... Yeah, I'll check it out. I add it to my infinitely growing list of video games that I can't get to because I'm too busy playing Apex and Mortal Kombat. Yep. Uh, other than that, I mean, I have Rapid Fire question. I have the uh, stuff we talked about about the straw poll. If you want to bring that up, we don't have to, though. Yeah, we, yeah. I, we, I think you should bring that up right now, actually. Okay. Uh, so, basically, before we start recording, we're kind of just talking about different ways to improve the podcast. We're always looking to improve... As you guys can see, we added, you know, we have the social media motion graphic. We have uh, updated thumbnails. We've changed our titles. We've uh, changed the webcam borders, um, the the background, like the cover art for the podcast on audio platforms. Like we've tried to change everything and improve it. Uh, another idea or a couple ideas we've had were to maybe make a suggestions Google Doc where anyone that listens to the podcast maybe can put down like, Oh, I wish you guys had these types of guests or these types of topics, or I wish you structured it this way, or I think this might look better or, you know, maybe, um, promote the Reddit more or just, you know, just anything that you guys can think of merch, Patreon, like anything you can think of to have a suggestion pool. And then, uh, you know, we'll always we'll read them weekly and just try to continue to improve. Uh, so I think we're gonna have a link down below in the description. Maybe I'll I'll make one up real quick that just has like Google suggestions doc, and then uh, in my Discord I also have podcast suggestion questions. So if you're not part of the Discord, I'll have that in the link description below too. So that's a new section we have. That's a good idea. People- the the Discord yeah. section. I like that a lot. Yeah, so uh, we have that as well. So 
Um, if you guys want to check that out, if you have any suggestions or, or just thoughts or stuff you really liked we did, stuff you wish we, we added, just any of that uh, and beyond, we'll have that in the description. So that'll be a new thing. It'll be under every podcast so you won't miss it or have to remember a specific episode to go back to. Uh, so that was something new that we wanted to add. Yeah, because even whether this is your first time listening to us or the 52nd time listening to us, you've made it 50 minutes into this episode. So you have to have enjoyed it at least a little bit or you're just waiting for us to say another dumbass thing that you totally disagree with. So you like Mm -hmm. if you're if you can dedicate 50 minutes to an episode, then maybe if you have a suggestion, we would love to take it. Whether you think it's like super important, like I think if you guys did this, you'd blow the fuck up, blah, blah, blah. Or if you think like Mm -hmm. the way this person said this, just, I don't know, any, any little thing like, yep. you know, we would love to see that. If you have questions that you want us to directly address on the podcast, that'd be fun too. Um, yep. so just throw it on the dock, man. That'd be great. Yeah. F- future Patreon perks, uh, merch ideas, um, literally memes, anything. So yeah, that'll all I be, I don't know about memes. Let's not, let's not turn it into just a meme channel. No legit suggestions. That'll be probably more of the Reddit eventually, because I feel like Reddit's just a meme dude, yeah. platform. I hate so much when I'm like, dude, I'm getting into this game. Let me go talk about it with some people. And then I go to the subreddit and it's just the fucking uh, the memes on there instantly all over the place. And then someone with like mm-hmm. legitimate discussion or criticism has like three upvotes. And then all the memes have like 15,000. Mm-hmm. Oh, dear. Um, And then we can dive into the last uh rapid fire question if you'd like to let's do it uh all right uh do you want me to go uh you said you really liked yours so i feel like we should do it last okay yeah true okay so mine is the biggest twitter profile on the planet just shouted you out i don't know who that is is it kylie jenner barack obama uh the the twitter egg or whatever like the whoever Uh whoever it is the biggest like actual person on twitter shouts you out they're like bro Check out Electricity Wave on Twitch. He's a stream god. Show him some love, man. All right, so you you wake up one morning and you see that. What are your moves for the rest of the day? How do you capitalize <laughs> on this? Uh, so they they tweeted at like we'll say noon. Sure. And they and they say go follow him. Do they give a time for the stream or they just literally no, say no, go follow? No, they just say like they just say check out my <laughs> man Electricity Wave and they they link your they link your Twitter like they check out my man at Electricity Wave. So then people have that, and then they uh, link your Twitch channel as well. I'd probably instantly go live. Yes. And do a, go live for the entire day or as long as I can go, maybe a 24-hour if I could withstand it. And I would uh, add all of my social links to a chat timer, and they would be on my stream. Don't you already have that? Um, I don't know if they're a t- They might be a timer, but I know they're command. I don't know oh, if they're a timer. Oh, yeah, okay. And then I would have all my links on my in my title, maybe. I do XMH Point Socials, like follow my socials. And then I'd have all my stuff in the corners, like as an overlay. And then, you know, I'd start my stream out with my new logo intro. I would play my raid hype video. And then I would just start um just start streaming and talking about, you know, everything I do, the podcast, TikTok, all that stuff, and just stream as long as I could, really. Do you have a do you have a pinned tweet on your Twitter profile? I used to, but I took it down. Well, do you remember what it was? Was it your? Uh, it's my latest merch. I feel like a, a good pinned tweet for you would be your uh, Twitch video. Oh, my Twitch trailer. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I think that'd be cool. Like, if you want a if you want a pinned tweet, then I think that'd yeah, be a good I should. 
Yeah, I was thinking about maybe the next big announcement I have or, or project that I do. Um, maybe another merch drop or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, having that. But yeah, probably has, I should have the Twitch trailer right now and then just have a link to everything under it or on it. But yeah, that's yeah. probably what I would do. What about you? That'd be pretty cool. Um, What would yours be? Would it be your, your Spotify or would you do Twitch? Uh, I'd probably just do my Twitter and then uh, it'd probably just be my Twitter and then I guess maybe the smart URL for the song I did with Becky. Mm-hmm. Um, or no, it'd probably be my YouTube actually. Yeah, definitely my YouTube because that's where yeah. all of my stuff goes. Yeah. Um, and I don't stream on Twitch enough for them to be like, yo, check out Stadium on Twitch. But yeah, I, th- I like your idea. I didn't think about this, but I do like your idea of going live instantly. Yeah. Um, I don't know what I would do though because I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to just make a beat like and just hope for the best because that could go very poorly and the pressure would be uh, insane. Mm-hmm. And so I, and then I already have my song as my pinned tweet. So, um, it'd be, I wouldn't really have to like promote that more cause they would already see it inst- automatically. So I'd probably just say like what I'm, I don't know. I'd probably just do a tweet of something or maybe go live and just say what I'm working on. Maybe show some samples like the song that I, the song snippet I tweeted out a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and I would call for, uh, submissions from singers to send me shit. That's what yeah. I would do. I would tweet out. Yo, all all of you new followers and stuff, if you sing or if you rap or you know singers or rappers, I want to work with you. And then I would like link my YouTube and say, this is what I can do. And then put out a couple samples. Like I would comment, you know, you can do a tweet, uh, like a thread of multiple tweets in one. I would do that and just put samples of like all of my newest stuff because I think my newest stuff is my best sounding stuff. So Mm -hmm. I would say like if any of this stuff uh, intrigues you, uh, hit me up and let's make some magic. And then I would get working on an album instantly. I mean, I already am, but it would like kick into overdrive. Mm-hmm. That'd be insane. And then you could do yeah. your like huge ass album, your huge ass album that has like a bunch of features from different exactly. artists. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I would. Yeah. yeah. It would be like each song is a different person. It'd be hella different genres. Like I want to, I want to be, I want to be the producer where song three sounds like the Backstreet Boys put it out. And song four sounds like Cannibal Corpse put it out. So <laughs> yeah, I don't. I wouldn't do that all the time because I feel like that's just bad musicianship. But that will happen on one album mm-hmm. at least. That'd be sick. Not Cannibal Corpse because I I just like using Cannibal Corpse as my example because if you're so extreme. Yeah, if you don't know anything about death metal and you hear that there's a band called Cannibal Corpse, you just you get the idea, you know? Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's what I would do. <clears throat> Final question, and then we can do a last. Uh, I don't know. Last words. Yeah. Uh, where do you hope the podcast will be in a year and where do you think it'll be? Oh man. I hope it's very similar to what we're doing now, except more, more on the jokes, which it's hard to force the jokes, but I always feel like almost not always, but I very, uh, often finish an episode. I think that was a great episode, but it wasn't funny enough. So I hope, oh, really? yeah. So I hope the comedy comes more naturally to me because I've never like considered myself to be like a funny person. So like, mm-hmm. I don't think I'm bland, but I don't know. Like, I just hope that kind of flows a lot more naturally. <clears throat> um, but as far as like the setup and how we're doing it, I like that we have a lot of guests, but I would never want to be completely guest centric. Um, right. So all of that. And then mm-hmm. 
obviously just more listeners, you know, like I want people, yep. I want to get more listeners based off of what we want to do. I don't want to say like, right. man, this year we really blew up because we did this dumb thing that I don't really like, but it's working for us. Like, I don't want that. So, um, I hope it just works out that way. What I think is, I think that it's not going to, it's going to be pretty much what I want. Like everything that I just described, I think uh, we're doing a great job of working towards that goal. But if I'm being a thousand percent honest, I'm going to think that I love the podcast and everything that we're doing, but numbers wise, we're still not there. Right. So I'm not even saying like we're top 10 on Spotify. Like I'm not even talking like that's our goal. Just solid. Just solid. Like I still think I'm going to look at it and think, damn, like we're missing Mm. something. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. I agree with a lot of that. I'd say, what do I think the podcast would be in a year? I don't know what our exact numbers are. We don't have to say them, but obviously they're not where, you know, I always, as a content creator, podcast or anything, you always kind of strive for more, no matter how big you are. Even Joe Rogan's probably like, damn, like I only got 3 million listens. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't, I don't think I'll ever be completely satisfied, satisfied. with where we're at, even if I like win a Grammy, you know? Right. So... I think the podcast will definitely grow in the next year. Um, I think it'll be the same style. I think that we're going to get, you know, we're going to continue to get a more exciting guests. Uh, and we're going to branch out a little bit more. I think um, it has it has to evolve. Like, yes, if we're doing the same shit we're doing now, the podcast would be the exact same, if not worse position. Yeah. Yeah. So totally agree. I think we've definitely put in a good amount of effort to evolve, especially with all the shit we have going on on the side. But if we put in a little bit of extra effort to try, at least try to learn and, you know, just do a little bit of research, maybe like once a week or once a month and kind of talk deeply about what we went, what went right, what went wrong and just self-reflect a little bit more and be honest with ourselves. I think that's where we're really going to grow, learn how to market better, mm-hmm. um, find different ways to, grow on different platforms because it might be a random ass platform that we don't know about which is going to help us yeah you know really grow an audience yeah new platforms are coming out all the time so there mm-hmm. could be one where podcasting is either their thing or even if it's not their main thing it's a side thing but the audience that gravitates towards that app just happens to find us and really likes it and then you never know man it could yeah things change so fast like the like the uh, the Among Us devs, man. One day they were working on a new game, and because their last game flopped, and then the next day their last game made them three hundred million dollars or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you, you never really know with content. I think the thing that's really going to help us, uh, like we've said from the beginning, is probably going to be some random ass clip or subject or rapid fire question that we talked about. Because mm-hmm. uh, that's usually what sparks something, or a certain guest that we had on, like a moment with a guest. But I think, uh, I don't know. I think what we're doing right now is, is good with our, like, cause it's definitely what we're doing in our own solo career is going to add towards the podcast because I think just growing a podcast is really tough. A lot of people that have a podcast or start a podcast have an established audience. Yeah. Almost always. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so what you do with music, collabing with people, just getting your name out there in the music business uh, the fighting game community, like whatever you do, that's going to help, uh, a 
along with what, what I do with content creation, streaming, YouTube, TikTok's big for me right now. Uh, you know, just continuing to to grow. They always say, you know, it's it's the hardest in the beginning, but it's such a mo it's just a momentum snowball effect type of game that you know, it within a week or a month we could be we could triple viewership just like that. Yeah. So that's the exciting part about it. But yeah, I, I have high hopes for this podcast. I wouldn't do it if I thought it had no potential. Same. Just like anything else. Yeah. I, I would do it. We would know within the first week or two and be like, this isn't going to work. But, yeah. you know, we've made it a year. We we show up every week. We try to improve or look at different aspects, try to brainstorm stuff, new ideas, uh, research our guests, get new people. I think if we put a little bit, like maybe 1% more effort and the other stuff, like learning how to market, learning how to grow, I think that's going to make a big difference. Yeah, I, I do think uh, if I can make a prediction in 52 weeks, in 52 episodes, uh, I think we'll be able to look back and think like, damn, there was a few guests where like, I legitimately can't believe we got them. So and by next year. Yeah. Whether it's yeah. because like we got a developer that I, I reached out to that just happened to agree to be on the episode or if who I got super lucky and worked with an artist that is big yep. and he or she agreed to be on the show or like TikTok person. Yeah. Someone, someone made a collab with you on TikTok or what do they call it? A duet with you on TikTok, And then you mm -hmm. guys like linked up because of that. Like, I do think there'll be at least a few where we're like, damn, we have an episode with this person. That's crazy. Yeah. I actually have, since you just said that I have a couple ideas for people I might reach out to within the next month or two. Yeah, I do too. So we need to write those names down. It's exciting. I think I I mean, I with a podcast, you're never really going to have someone that's going to say that shit fucking is garbage trash. Stop recording it. But we've had a lot of people that have had positive impact. So it's not just one or two people that are really close with us. It's been random people have sent me, you know, really nice and kind messages saying like this podcast is really good. Mm -hmm. I like your guys' dynamic. Sean is uh, has a lot of the inside scoop on what's happening in the gaming area he's very opinionated uh so am i uh, we're both laid back i try to bring a little bit of comedy here and there and randomness and the rapid fire really dices things up i'm glad we did that because without rapid fire i think this podcast would lose a lot of personality yeah me too so <clears throat> i don't know i feel like if you go back and look at episode one which i hope you don't because uh i feel like every time i listen or watch it i cringe into a ball of nothing yeah but you can see a huge difference in the way that uh just the fluctuation of uh our you know experience and like how we carry ourselves like we're way more a lot more emotion emotion in our voices a lot more animation a lot more uh better pace we understand when the other person's talking finishing a point there's less interruptions if there is we're like fuck it just go you mm -hmm. know what i mean like yeah we're comfortable with that so I like it. I'm, I'm happy with the progression. I think the first year of podcasting is kind of like streaming. It's kind of just understanding what you're doing. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, just uh, it's like, you know, how when people like sharpen a knife or a blade, you're kind of just like, you know, getting everything prepared and ready before you start to market it really well. So now our big focus is going to be reaching out to you know, people that we normally wouldn't because we're comfortable, we're confident, and then marketing our, our podcast because we know that, you know, it's it's fun. Yeah, it's super fun. If it wasn't fun, mm. I would have been over this forever ago. Same. 
I have I have no reason to do uh to do something that takes this much of my time. Like we re- we record for an hour, but there's so much more time I have to put into outside of that. If I didn't yep. enjoy it, I'd be like, sorry, fam, but I'm way out of this. Mm-hmm. So 100%. Yeah. Um so yeah, hopefully you guys are along for the ride because it's going to be worth it and hopefully it has been worth it already. I love that mm-hmm. you guys enjoy it every single week and we're going to continue to pump them out. So hopefully we never miss a week and it's been great. Yeah, if you guys uh if if you guys subscribe, if you guys review, if you guys support the podcast, tell a friend, all that stuff helps because it goes into us eventually upgrading graphics you know, getting uh, more guests, having more influence, um, hiring an editor, um, you know, hiring maybe somebody to help with social media or just like whatever, you know, it improves in some way because we're always looking, you know, to get that going. So yep, um, whatever pleases the almighty algorithm. Yeah, maybe when we get to a certain size, we'll talk more about supporting the podcast with Patreon or whatever. Yeah. But um as far as now anything that helps is free yep so and that'll be forever so anything that you can do if you want to help with the podcast grow uh it's all free and anyone that's been listening for this long we appreciate you we've made it one year so we did feel like you know it's an accomplishment as soon as this podcast goes out live on youtube and audio platforms um it feels good because we've been talking about the one year for a while that's that's like the first big goal of a podcast yep and we hit it so so here's to many more yeah yeah, thank you guys for listening to Chillin' for Lives podcast. Uh, I hope you guys stick with us for the next and upcoming years because we do plan on on always uh, improving and evolving the podcast, and we can't wait to look back on year four or five and be like, "Damn, like look what we've done." Uh, we had no idea. So, thank you guys so much for listening for this podcast and watching if you're on YouTube, and we'll catch you guys on year two, the start of year two, episode fifty three of next week's episode. Thank you guys and stay chill. Peace.